welcome to Awakening Path Radio, raising universal consciousness for the highest and greatest good. For more information, visit awakenedpathonline.com and check out our online bookstore at awakenedpathbooks.com. Namaste and blessed be. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Awakened Path Radio, helping to spread love and light for the highest and greatest good. I'm your host, Reverend Candace Nady Breen, spiritualist minister and healing minister. Now on to today's show. Today we have with us Atana Baldili. I hope I didn't mess up the name, um, who is a spiritual teacher and energy healer. He uses his ability to see energy patterns to help his clients recognize and change unhealthy dynamics in their lives. He shows them and helps them to understand the blueprint of experiences. He also supports people to become the most effective conductor of their higher self and purpose. Welcome to our show today, Atana. Oops. Great to be here. Hello, Go ahead. Hello wonderful beings. Um, thank you for having me on this show. And yes, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to do this and support the beings getting more conscious and more effective in their lives, you know. Well, as I'd just like to inform our listeners, if you hear me struggling a little bit, I'm recovering from um, some illness that I had this past week. And I do apologize for the little bit of technical uh, difficulties we had at the beginning with the mu intro music and all that stuff. But let, it must go on. We must go on. So. <laughs> so Atana, could you tell us about your, you're so passionate about what you do. Um, could you just tell us about your passion and your journey behind your energy book, uh, your energy work? What inspired, yes. you, what inspired you to take this journey? Well, first of all, I'm, I am a observer since um, early, early on in my life. I love to see the mysteries in life. I, I, I love to see what makes people tick. I love to see what moves people, the deeper psychological patterns of life and of um, actions and reactions and beingness. And I just love how the human psyche is being um, put together and what it does when everything is in order and functioning in the, in the highest form. And um, I love also to see how life expresses itself, the mysteries of life. And when you see functional or dysfunctional patterns, you can, there's a fascination for me to see how things unfolding and moving. And there's also a deep question, why? Why is it unfolding that way? Um, wh what makes um, actions the way that they are expressed and experiences the way they're experienced? And what is what is like the the major underlying uh, blueprint of life? And so, early on in my life, I got to places 
where I discovered that there's deeper energies behind it. You go into the deeper mysteries of God, the universe, the enlightenment consciousness. Um, I studied very, very early on the different religions to see what's, um, what's underneath moving the, the spirit, the human spirit and the, and the psyche. And so that got me to a place where I wanted to know more about life and more about humanity, more about civilizations. That got me deeper into communication, into sacred geometry, into civilizations from the past, the consciousness that we exposed to, into um, control, into uncontrol, into function, dysfunction, um, manipulation, healthy expressions, and um, how life is really expressing itself. And I'm just so fascinated by life. I could just watch life and the insights that you just sometimes get by watching life are just profound. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have any mentors or people who supported you along the way of your journey? I mean, it's, it's an amazing journey. And I imagine that you must have had someone to help guide you along the way or, you know, help you, give you support. Yes. I had, I had very, a lot of mentors. Mentors came in out of nowhere. And it's it's ultimately spirit. If I look at it, I had at the right time people embodying that consciousness that were almost like normal people. You wouldn't even think um, that that they would even um, go on to a spiritual journey because they would occupy normal positions in life at work uh, from from being a um, an employee by the the U.S. Postal Service to a factory worker to a child that gives you an insight. Uh, everything is is truly can be a mentor. Then I had my my parents. They were great mentors of mine uh, because my mother was a, a dream seer. She could see dreams and predict the dreams what they what they would translate into actions. And my father was was reading the salt a healing. Um, like a healing reading the salt and helping people to get well. And then, of course, I had, um, in, in deep meditation, I, I met like Christ, I met Buddha, I met Babaji, I met, I had a very strong connection to Mother Mary energy. I had a very strong connection to Kuan Yin, to the enlightenment consciousness in general. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's very fascinating. It's amazing how spirit puts uh, people in our path, and we don't. Even, and sometimes we're not always aware of it. To, mm-hmm. It could be a word. It could be an expression. Uh, exactly. Just a message. But it's so amazing how it happens. And if we don't think about it, we could miss it. You know what I mean? We could, absolutely. We could miss it, yeah. and that happens. I hear a lot of uh, spiritual teachers and healers who say the same thing. I myself have had that similar experience when you just have someone who just tells you something and you, you don't remember it at that moment, but years later you remember that's what that person meant. Oh, that person was sent there for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. Now you, I was looking at your marvelous website there. You have so many things that you offer. I don't know where to begin, but I know you have something (laughs) 
<laughs> You're amazing. And you have something called the Atana Method. Could you explain yeah. what it is, what that is, what it entails for our listeners? Yeah, the, the Atana Method, I very early on started to do he, energy healing work mm. to support people on their journey because I could see that they energetically were out of balance. And I early on did energy work to balance, let's say, the chakras, the energy field, uh, very similar like a Reiki healer would do now, and would access the energy field, support the balancing of the different chakras, the auric field, etc., and, and aligning all the chakras. That I, I was doing this very early on. Hmm. Then I streamlined the frequency. And that frequency is, is so effective, excuse me, mm -hmm. that frequency is so effective, it brings immediately an, a clearing of attachments that are not healthy or that are parasitic. Mm -hmm. It brings an awareness of where power is being given away. It is immediately aligning people with where their purpose is, what their purpose is and what needs to translate. And by the way, it aligns the energy field, it clears them from entity attachments, implants, um, uh, multidimensional um, accessing from uh, beings or patterns that are not healthy. It helps past life clearing. It helps generational clearing. I all uh, combine this in the Atana method. And every time I work with the Atana method energetically, it brings that awareness up to the forefront. Where is that generational um, stuff happening, uh, like lineage programs, dysfunctional lineage patterns that are still being worked out? Where's past life patterns that are still repeating themselves? Where is an interference in the purpose? Where is the attachments to parasitic energies, past relationships, uh, past lives, um, multidimensional beings? that are suppressing our life force in any form. And the Atana method makes all of this visible. And so I used, uh, after I worked many, many years on, on just clearing the and aligning the chakras, I used this method to, um, to clear very fast the energy field as well. And I can access... The, a person, and because I was so busy, I had to work so um, uh, so much and on so many people that I had to have a tool that goes right into the gist of it, so I can um, do as as many people service uh, servicing their transformation as possible. So I developed the Atana method to support a, a, a very fast and graceful transformation. Now you mentioned. Um energy attachments but when people come yeah. to you how how would the average person know that they have uh, an attachment that's not beneficial to them how do you make them realize that if they don't know that they uh, have that attachment uh, most everybody has it and um, I, I can make them aware to um, most likely a relationship that they are not able to release mm -hmm. uh, or holding on to. And um, that could be a good access point, you know. But ultimately, everybody has it. And it's, it's, a, question of, it's a question of really 
I have worked with people who have never worked with energy healers before. Mm -hmm. And they actually came up and say, you know, I feel like this and this attachment. Mm -hmm. I feel I'm being drained. And you can't, you know, people can have attachments to fear. Right. And people can have attachments to anxiety or to all kinds of um, dysfunctional patterns. And that's, that's already a attachment. Mm -hmm. And that's so interesting. I mean, you said everyone has one and I know everyone has one, but it's so funny how they, how we don't um, acknowledge that it is an attachment. Like you have that person who has that, that draining mm -hmm. friend, the friend who has so much drama. That's an attachment, right? True. <laughs> absolutely. Well, absolutely. And you can recognize when, when you are like from a place of neutral, mm -hmm. you go to, uh, into a communication with a friend, with a so-called friend, mm -hmm. and, and you talk to that person. And after a certain amount, you get to that place where you feel actually drained. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't feel it until afterwards because um, it, it's very interesting because you can, you can deal with narcissists and narcissistic people. What's, what's not necessarily just putting narcissistic people down or anything, but sometimes when you deal with people like this, they, they put you into a high, almost a parasitic high mm -hmm. where you feel ecstatic, but you're actually running on adrenaline but you actually lost energy. Wow. But, you know, sometimes when you have probably friends that we want to really imp imp make a good impression on because these people have not talked to us before and all of a sudden we're like in this moment where we want to make a good impression and we feel so high because we felt like we were being acknowledged by a person that we wanted to be acknowledged by, mm -hmm. um, you know, a, a possible partner or a, a love or... Uh, um, interest uh, in a love relationship, etc. Right. All of a sudden, we feel so ecstatically high that we could express and being received in what we're saying. It's almost like the the spider, um, you know, put uh, put uh, put a little bit of venom in us, and we're kind of like feeling numbed and ecstatically high, and we and we're feeling like this is a. Uh, this is a great opportunity for us when we're actually energetically being drained. And I want to make sure that uh, we remove that uh, image from the, uh, from the spider as well. So, but think about it when you, feel, when you talk to a friend and you're feeling actually elevated or you feel actually drained. That's exactly that's that same thing. And it doesn't mean that the, that the friend is a bad person or, or just uh, exploiting you. It could be even that our pattern is being... Uh, formed in that way that we feel we have to give our energy away in order to feel ourselves worthy. And these are different patterns that play a role that we cannot always put on other people, but it is how we respond in that moment and what we do in that moment to um, give us an idea how our behavioral patterns are being set up. Now, what about um, energy, unwanted energy, like someone, you can feel when someone comes into your energy field and they're just very, very low vibrational energy and they seem to be attacked, okay. I mean, they seem to be attracted to you. You try to get, you mean, not, not necessarily romantic, it could be just a friend or just anyone who really yeah. takes you out and knows that you're not of the same vibration, but they are coming, going uh -huh anyway and uh, trying to 
get in your energy field and just mess up everything with you. I mean, does that person know, are they aware of their energy being like that? Yeah, some some of them are very aware. I I believe ultimately everything is being um, put in um, into this um, big order here in awareness, mm-hmm. because even though it's subconscious, um, it is based on awareness. It's a it's a behavior, and so the question is: Is this a parasitic behavior, or is it contributing to the greater good of everyone involved? In that case, it is a parasitic behavior where the person obviously has a pattern and they're, they're coming into an auric field, they want, being, they want to be served energetically, and they feel they have, to ha- they have a right to be there. And then often they want you to carry them too. They want you to carry them to the next step, and they're used to being carried from one step to the other. What's really um, not, not healthy because they're not making the life experience they need to, to make. And um, it's good to not enable these, uh, uh, these uh, kind of uh, programmings mm-hmm. because this is very dis- a disempowered person would do that. They, they really don't believe that they can do it by themselves. And they, they, they forgot a very important um, aspect in life a very magnificent aspect in life. And that's like we are energy beings. That means we can adjust our frequency at all times. When they are in a low frequency, it's nothing different than if they decide to be in a high frequency. Mm. It would be just, the difference is just a choice. Mm. And why, why, why would people think they're stuck in one or the other when we are totally flexible energy beings and we can be in the highest vibration? And here's the, here's the kicker. The highest vibration that we think we can experience is only a fraction of our infinite. So we are infinite energy beings. That means if we are in our highest expression of light, it's still just a fraction of our infinite. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that because I have been trying to, uh, to verbalize um, our, in, yeah, our infiniteness uh, and and get people to understand um how we are infinite but they look at me like what is she talking about so i'm so glad that you uh that you verbalized it now when you offer your energy training you mean you offer your energy Mm -hmm. training but in your training uh, do you um uh do you help people learn how to protect themselves from all this energy that's not beneficial to them I mean, yes. people say, I'm aware of it, but how do I protect myself? Yeah, this is, this is one on energy work 101 because um, the more you're exposing yourself to ener- energy work, for example, and um, I can give you an example when, when people go to a massage therapist, mm-hmm. and I, I worked with a, a lot of massage therapists, um, and they, they tried to integrate an energy modality, but often it didn't work for them. Mm-hmm. When when you think about a massage therapist, a person comes in, let's say an energy, an energy parasite asks you to give them a massage, you're a massage therapist, mm. and they're energetically dumping all of their unresolved stuff on you because you touch and you're going really deep into their muscle mm-hmm. uh, field, in, not just energy field. You're going into muscle uh, tissue and massaging and going deep in. 
and you could you could pick up uh, potentially a lot a lot of um, unresolved energies um, and hairdressers, for example. You know, when a people work on other people's heads, and and that's the that's the crown chakra in the in the third eye. And I worked with a lot of hairdressers as well, because when you go into somebody's auric field, and for example, you cut the energy as as they have in their hair, in a, it comes from the crown chakra. Just think about the the crazy energy, the unresolved energies that are also in there. And so every time they, every time you deal with another person's energy, you have to think about if if they don't work it out, you may have to work it out for them. It's almost unresolved karma that they don't work out, and then you ending up working it out for them. So energy protection or energy clearing is very very high. In fact, top of the list. Right. In, and, and, in my training. And it should be a daily routine because when you go to work, I mean, people, you know, go to work in the morning, they're dealing with people more than absolutely. Like so it's absolutely it's constant, but there are so many people who boohoo it and they then they wonder why they feel yucky at the end. of yeah. the Absolutely. And, and you hit that right. Because if you, if you look at the, um, look, Every day, or almost every day, we take a shower, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's the same as you take an energy shower as you clear your auric field. Mm. Okay. Your energy field has to be cleared mm. because we're picking up even more so energetically stuff because there is no boundaries for energy except the auric field. And it's being, it's being proven that our auric field is four times smaller than it should be. So if your real, if your auric field is fully intact, it's about 12 to uh, 18 feet wide. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now think about, you are in New York, and you are in the subway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, think about you're in New York in the subway where you automatically kind of pull your auric field closer to yourself. Mm -hmm. Right, because you, and, and now think about, that most people don't really expand into their auric field. That means a lot of the checkpoints for energy clearing are, are missed and it hits people really close in a close vicinity and they have to really uh, be discerning about and aware about energies. That means you have to know what energy are you letting in, what energy are you experiencing right now, how does it feel, um, is that acceptable? Is that non-acceptable? So a higher level of energy awareness is required for us. And in fact, energy clearing on an everyday basis is normal. Even if you say just a prayer, but you want to make sure that you um, consciously address that because everybody picks up energies anywhere. If, you, um, if you're not fully awake and aware, that can happen, um, that can happen with, with heavy stuff. So um, you know, it's just good to have that energy awareness. You know, I, when a part of my morning routine is I say a, say a prayer about surrounding myself with uh, light and nothing but light yes. should um, yeah. will approach me. And I mean, when I can, if when there are a few days when if I forget, like hectic morning, getting the kids off to school and everything, and I and I forget, I can feel. I can feel that I've forgotten, and I can feel the energy 
that's around me all of a sudden come, you know, attach, attach themselves like me, like little slugs. So I think of slugs because <laughs> that's how yeah. I they are, you know, just these gross things yeah. fucking think blood out of me. Um, and I, and you know, as you know, I'm a spiritualist minister. So I also, I also encourage people to try to make them have a, have a routine in the morning to clean, to protect yourself and at night to cleanse yourself and protect yourself when you're sleeping. But we have to, wonderful. We have to, thank you. We have to uh, accept the fact that we are we are energy. We are more than just this flesh. We are energy beings. We are beings of energy. And yeah, uh, when you come in, and it's amazing. I didn't, I didn't even think about uh, masseuse or hairdressers or any of those people that I mean they're in constant contact with people. They probably get loaded, overwhelmed mm-hmm. with energy on a daily basis. And they must have all the time. It's incredible. It's incredible. So in your energy training, you get, you help people with giving them the tools and telling them the tools of how, you know, to become aware. I suppose. And I've subscribed to your one mint, which is, I think is very popular (laughs) now. Yes, it is. You have no, what is, I mean, for everyone who hasn't signed up yet, um, what is your one mint? And, and what do you, and um, no, just, well, we'll stop there. What, what, what is your one mint program? One mint program, one mint programs are, um, it's a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had many years back, um, literally a visitation. God said, hey, what are you doing for my people? And I said, well, well, let me see. I'm doing energy work. I'm doing this. And I got literally um, um, a mission saying, I want you to do this weekly uh, for my people who are on their journey. And I would like you to, uh, to do this. And it's like a guided meditation to almost reconcile uh, God's beings um, to um, become one again, mm. you know. So I said, okay, I'm I'm gonna do it. And um, I I said, you know, worst case scenario, I I have to do it maybe a couple months, you know. Mm. Um, be, best case scenario, I just do it once, and it was just like you know, was kind of like an illusion or a dream. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and then so it turns out turns out um, I'm doing this for seekers who are going deeper and there's a there's a support energy behind that that's just bigger than than what I'm doing it's like coming from the oneness consciousness from healing and ultimately God's support for the beings that are in the on that healing journey so I'm doing it faithfully every Wednesday and um, you know, I'm not even I'm not even thinking anything about it. I know it's like God's gonna just do what God's gonna do, and I'm just gonna be offering it up. You know, so that's my that's my work, my my little charity work, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm I'm doing this, um, you know, not like really expecting anything or or so. It's more uh, usually on donation basis or one dollar basis, and often we donate the the money anyway. So it's it's just to support human beings who are on their journey, who are connected to God, who are connected to their oneness, to their enlightenment consciousness, to their overall healing journey. 
And so they can become, they can have a reminder of their wholeness so they can go on another week to do whatever it is they need to do in their lives. That's fantastic. And, and, and these people who seek you out, um, they yeah. want to go deep, who seek you, who seek out this one man who subscribes. Yeah. What is the typical person coming to you like? And the typical person is already a um, person that has seen beyond um, people who have experienced one or two different faiths and they realize there's more out there or um, they've had um, healing experiences. They're all starting out on that journey and, and needing a little bit more support. Um, and also people who really are awakening and they want to keep their awakening pure. What I'm seeing in the one men's and people dial in from all over the world and some people come in person into the Nashville um, space that I have yeah. and uh, people come, sit in, come from all walks of life. Everybody says, hello, we go, we're doing this half an hour and then everybody goes into their own whatever lives they created for themselves. And it's more like a, a refresher for them to whatever it is that they need to do. I'm not like, necessarily um you know invested in in every person individually themselves because many people come from all walks of life mm -hmm. they dial in from all over the world and uh, it's just something we all do and once it's done it's done everybody goes on their own path and everybody has their own connection mm -hmm. and and really that's it hmm. that's interesting and it's amazing how they come from all over they all they yeah, all, all walks of life yeah i mean it's it's amazing we we are i mean each one of them has a different life from the other person yeah. but they're all seeking the same thing which is very interesting that's right and everybody has that a lot of the people that are coming actually are healers mm -hmm. because um they have this deep notion of something needs to happen either they step in already into their purpose or they're moving forward into their purpose as a healer or self-healer because healers could be also somebody when you start healing yourself you're also a healer you're just starting to heal yourself right. and that's not less worthy than going out there and healing others right i like the way you put it that's you know we don't even realize that I mean, everyone wants, uh, there's so many titles attached to people that, you know, you end up with 50 titles. You don't even know. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, very, true. very interesting. And, and um, people wonder what, what makes me a healer? What makes me this? What makes me that? Things like that. So that's interesting. Now, I'm sure you're very, very well aware of the current state of our planet and the people mm -hmm. on it. And we are in such great need. So how do you see your, your practice, what you offer, your energy healing, um, et cetera, as contributing to the greater good of all? I mean, I mean, it's a, I mean that's a big scope, but I mean, mm -hmm. what, is your, what is your contribution? What do you see as being your contribution? My contribution is very simple, just awareness and well-beingness throughout these crazy times. Mm. Because we cannot witness these times if we're not staying sane and healthy in our bodies, our minds, our spirits and energy fields. Mm -hmm. And it gives, it gives us amazing tools that we can stay sane yeah. 
and energetically balanced regardless what anybody does around us mm-hmm. because this is this is what you, if you're like if you're like a salmon you're you're and you're having the mission to go upstream you can yeah you can look at all the other fish that are fi- uh, swimming downstream right. but that doesn't mean that you're going to swim downstream too yeah, right you know you can enjoy them and you say well you know and they're going to say to you hey you're swimming in the wrong direction you know, and and you can say, well, but I have this deep internal urge. I have to go up there, you know, and they'll say, what are you talking about? Let's come downstream. And, you know, if you go, if you go with all the trouts, the trout say, come downstream. And then you look and then all of a sudden you find the other salmon and all of a sudden you're not alone anymore and you go all upstream. And it's a force, you know, it's a force that goes upstream because this is like muscle power, willpower. Energetics and genetics against all the odds, going against all the powers of the stream and going all the way up. And even though if it's an unmountable task, they're still ending up at exactly that place where they need to go. And when I look at what I'm doing is I'm emboldening the spirit um, of of the seeker, of the beings who have a mission of healing and to support the healing. And my mission is to support these beings to fulfill their mission. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm just here, um, just, you know, just putting my head down and just doing my work. And yeah, who, who, who cares what the environment is? Um, 10,000 years ago, it was different. Now it's a little bit different. It looks a little bit different. There's a little bit more plastic around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're still going to do, we're still going to do help humanity activate their hearts. I like that. Activate their hearts. That is beautiful. That's such a beautiful saying. Now, do you have, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're always busy, but do you have any upcoming projects, workshops, new, new things, writings, whatever that you'd like to share with our listener audience? Yeah, I'm going to be releasing a small booklet soon. Then I have, um, then I have, um, I'm, I'm going into silent meditations now. Wow. I'm going to, I'm going to have like in, in the different places, I'm going to do just about one hour, one hour, 30 minutes silence meditation where I just do basically energy meditations, being in the room with the people and, and see what energetically needs to be adjusted. I guide them into that uh, silent meditation and then there's going to be silence, um, except the energy in itself will speak uh, volumes, but it's going to be really in a, um, a meditation where there's no uh, speaking words, so to say. Um, and then I have... Um, uh, excuse me. Then I have uh, the crystal classes coming up every um, Friday where I educate and support people in going deeper into crystal consciousness, crystal awareness, working with gemstones, understanding gemstones, how to apply them, how to cleanse them, and uh, how to pick them. And then also how to sit and meditate with the stones in an effective way so they can have a, a good, healthy communication with the mineral kingdom. Um, and then I'm going to also, in one of the stores, I'm going to do like energy tune-ups where people come in for five, 10 minutes and I support them to have an energy tune-up 
Um, that's going to be once once a week as well. And then I'm taking uh, I'm going to take a one minute and the silence meditation um, on the road. Wow, you know? that's going to be exciting. Yeah, and I'm going to just do the city by city and then develop that where people come in and they have this amazing experience. And it's going to be a reminder for them that they're not alone on the journey. I hope you come. I hope you come to New England. I'd be, I'd be right there. <laughs> that would be. Awesome. I would love that. That would be awesome. So, I mean, you mentioned all these great things you have coming up, and yeah, people want to know how could they find out? How do they learn more information or contact you? Get in your classes, etc. The very, very simple would be on, on YouTube. I have also a, a channel where people can get free energy work. Ooh. But on Atana Method, on atanamethod.com, um, they can basically get into the calendar and in the calendar they see the next upcoming things. And also how to contact me. Um, they, they can get the one minutes. Um, they can get access to the Sacred Inner Dialogue, the book that's out there um the prosperity healing mantras even um that's something where uh people can start if they want to change their prosperity and how their relationship to prosperity is and they can start really communicating um, um on deeper levels with their uh, prosperity with to these prosperity healing mantras sacred inner dialogue will help them already change their lives to live a more effective life and get a, get a handle on the programs that are already running. Mm. And then, of course, with the one minutes, these one minutes, they're so powerful. Mm. And they're just half an hour, but they get you right into your energy balance and get you right back on track. Where it doesn't matter how far off you are, they get you right back on track. And for our listeners, I'm going to spell your first name on the website. So uh, they when they put it in, they'll find it. And that's a T A A N A method.com. Did I get that right? That's absolutely right. Yeah. Okay. So Atana method.com and you can find out all that information for our, our listeners and keep track of things, get on this list, subscribe, etc. So it was such a pleasure. Thank you. It was such a wonderful interview, Atana, and I'm so happy to have had this chance to chat with you today. I'm so grateful that I had the chance to chat with you, and I'm so happy that you do this wonderful healing service for all of humanity. And you know what? You, you keep going. You're doing so well. And I know you're waking, you're waking people up on levels that they have never even expected that they could see beyond. And every time you give people this opportunity, it's a life change for generations to come. The whole lineage changed. So it's so powerful because sometimes we get to this place where we get almost disappointed when people are not really understanding the depth of it. Mm -hmm. But think about it this way. One person mm -hmm. can make the difference. That is so true. That is so true. That's such a beautiful message. And I'm so honored to have had you on my show today. And thank you, you so much for having me. Thank you. And keep doing the wonderful work that you do. Thank you. I will. Thank you. Well, everyone, that's all the time we have for today. As always, you can visit 
www.awakenedpathonline.com for show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more. I'm Reverend Candace Nadine Breen, and thank you for listening to Awakened Path Radio. Namaste and bless it, blessed be. Thank you.